0: Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation.
1: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Jesus That's Good News podcast. This is a space where we share the gospel, aka the good news, to anyone who has a vulnerability to pull up a chair at Jesus' table with no reservation needed. Julie, good morning, afternoon, evening. What is it, to it even is, today?
0: It's, it's <laughs> evening out right now.
1: And yeah, good evening. How are you today? I'm good. I don't know the time of day because I have been under the weather a little bit. So I've just been napping all day today. But I here think, we are.
0: I think that sounds like code for Tennessee kicked our butts yesterday. And so I don't want to <laughs> climb out of bed. That's, that's exactly it. what it is it's called a kentucky loss hangover well you'll be glad to know ohio state won and really that's the only thing that matters
1: okay we'll give it to you one of these we'll days devin one of these no days.
0: it'll never never i want to give a big shout out to my younger sister jill tomorrow's her birthday she was born oh. on halloween and she's uh she's gonna kill me but she's gonna be 52 tomorrow but she's still my Happy baby sister. Happy birthday,
1: Jill. Little Jill. Yeah. Good. Well, that's a good little shout out. That's
0: awesome. So you guys have an anniversary coming up. It's going to be busy over the next couple, next couple weeks. Yeah. Me, you, me, you, yeah. <laughs> I don't have an anniversary coming up. Yeah. Got we do. Married.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. Towards the end of November there. So we still got some time, but Halloween is tomorrow. Um, So that's something to look forward to if the first time we're doing Halloween in our new house. So excited to see the little trick-or-treaters that come around. Yeah, you're
0: domesticated.
1: Yes. Yes. Trying to live my best adult life here. Katie already has the basket of candy laid out ready to go. So (laughs) she takes care of us. She is always full of so much joy. I love that girl. She is. Me too. Yeah. So this week we have an awesome guest on, and I know we kind of sneak peeked it last week, but... um, He I texted him earlier this week and just kind of gave him a rundown of what's gonna what we're gonna talk about today. And I love what he said. This is gonna be the title of the podcast. It's Jesus in the army. That's pretty. (laughs) I love that
0: Jesus in the army. Instead of Jesus, that's good news. It's Jesus. In the army. I know you're getting ready to introduce him, but I'll tell you, I like him already. He's resonating with the buckeye in me. And as soon as he like I introduce myself to him, he says oh, I say I O. We're now brothers and sisters together. I mean, it's just beautiful.
1: I'm I'm the lone soldier in this one, unfortunately. Without further ado, I met Chaplain Major Hammond probably about five to six months ago for the first time. And then I officially joined his team probably three or four months ago. I can say even just a small amount of time knowing him, he has made a huge impact on my life and my Army career. And I'm very thankful for that. So would love to bring him in. Sir, welcome to the podcast.
2: Thank you. It's an honor to be here. I always enjoy listening to your podcasts on a weekly basis. In fact, a couple weeks ago, it was Wednesday morning. And I'm like, oh, wait, podcast. I go to the my uh, Spotify, which I only downloaded Spotify because of this podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Love to hear it; it's great. But when that I is was awesome.
2: Looking, I'm like, wait, there's no, there's <laughs> no new uh, episode. So, in, it was early in the morning. So, instead of contacting contacting Devin like I usually do uh, to bug her, I'm like, I, I think I'll check the Facebook first. Saw so it was. Fall break, okay. Fall
1: break. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, sir, let's talk about a little bit about how you and I met. So, he is chaplain in the Army. And how long have you been a chaplain in the Army for?
2: Well, tomorrow will be my ninth anniversary.
1: Oh, Oh, no way! Awesome, congratulations.
2: What better day to sign up to be a chaplain in the U.S. Army than Halloween?
1: (laughs) Yes, sir. So, he was formerly a part of the... 372nd MI Battalion and that is what military intelligence battalion and that is what I joined um, since being a military police um, sergeant or NCO and so one day I walked into his office as I was wanting just a change I was not happy Um, I guess in my army career you could say I was wanting more what I was uh, doing and serving so just looking for a change and my first sergeant of my former unit he said hey why don't you check out and go talk to the chaplain they're here actually they're at they're drilling the same time that we were drilling which I thought was a god thing anyways so I walked into his office he welcomed me in with open arms I told him I wanted to change in my army career and that is kind of how we started sir why don't you tell a little bit about how you got to that point of of us meeting from all the way back to, you know, what you did for a living. Cause I know you had just had a recent change in that too, but kind of lead us up to that moment on your side of things.
2: So the day you came into the office. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So when you came in, you said you were looking for something ministry mm-hmm. and my mind immediately goes to, Oh, so you want to be a chaplain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm always looking for chaplains, chaplain corps, hmm. The our motto, one of our mottos is chaplains recruiting chaplains. Got it. But she's telling us about how she's want to be involved in ministry. And and that's what I like to hear. Our hearts, souls, just having a passion for ministry while also being in the army. And she certainly showed herself very well then. Then in our conversation, it was, you don't want to go chaplain, but at the time I needed a chaplain assistant or sorry, religious affairs specialist. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I hear that any soldier is wanting to be a part of a ministry for chapel services, I told Devin, I'm going to use her. Uh, So I've had her not just welcome the soldiers to chapel. uh, I've had her lead in prayer. If that passion is there, I want to use that sir can you tell
1: us about you know growing up when you decided to join the army yep. why you joined the army and kind of just a little bit more background on you
2: i worked in a factory uh in the office it was in north of columbus auto parts manufacturing At the time, in 2009, the company made pay cuts to hourly associates. So I'm like trying to think, what do I want to do to help subsidize that lost income? I worked for a small security company uh, for sporting events, Nationwide Arena, the Columbus Crew. And I was at a Columbus Crew game, and I saw the U.S. Air Force Reserve looking for potential new enlistees. So that moment was when I was thinking, I wonder how I can if I can join the reserve still, I was 36 at the time. Hmm. So I talked to my brother who's in the coast guard and asked me, have you ever thought about military chaplaincy? But that was a pivotal point to me wanting to join the military. My first go was to go Navy.
1: Oh man.
2: The Navy reserve, they turned me down. Uh, I like the idea of... The you were ma- too
1: good for them.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. I like it's just, that. I like that. By
1: the way, <laughs> everybody's listening. All respect to any um, Navy service members. It's just a little inside joke, as they would understand.
2: I like the idea of going Navy chaplain because not only is a chaplain ministering to the sailors, he also can be the chaplain to the Marines and the Coast Guard. So I don't know if you're aware of that.
1: No, I didn't know
0: that.
2: So there's three branches there that I could could have impacted influenced. But as an officer, that's a lot of uniforms to buy because yeah. <laughs> we have to buy our own.
0: Not,
1: not cheap either. <laughs>
2: not cheap. So I started that process, uh, enrolled in seminary in order to start the process to be a chaplain candidate. So I did my seminary online, So I worked full time, making sure that I'm home for activities, for school events, for my kids and for my wife. So I was very busy. I was halfway through seminary. And after some meetings, uh, initial applications with the Navy, I have a hearing loss in my left ear that they turned me down completely. Mm -hmm. I never even made it to me. Oh, wow. At that point, I'm like, I didn't come this far just to stop. Yeah. God, where do you want me to go?
0: Mm -hmm.
2: So praying about it i came across the ohio army national guard so i contacted the ohio guard for to join the, as a chaplain candidate but they said ohio is full of chaplains at this time so do you have a family in other neighboring states where we could send your packet so they sent me to pennsylvania and i started then the process to be an army chaplain with the pennsylvania army national guard so in a uh, 2013 February, I went to Meps.
0: Okay, for those of us not in the military, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> military
2: true. entrance process. I forget what the S uh, yeah. stands for. <laughs> See, this okay. is the thing. Military for, entrance.
1: Yeah, for everybody listening to, the military just uses acronyms like
0: it's nobody's business, mm-hmm. and
1: half the time, we don't even know what they all mean. Yeah. We just
0: so you know what they represent. So you exactly. use it and just <laughs> okay.
1: Yep. Yeah. It's basically where you go, yeah, you get medically screened, um, make sure that you're good to go and cleared to be able to enlist or or sign your contract to be an officer.
2: So, I went to the MEPS, got my medical. Initial DNQ does not qualify because of my Mm. hearing. But there was a waiver that was put in for that. So, I say this in fun The army takes anybody if you're alive and breathing. (laughs) They took me. I'm living proof of that. But I wouldn't trade this ministry for Mm. anything either. Um, I absolutely love being an army chaplain. So from there, December of 2012 is when I completed my seminary. So they didn't want to put me in as a candidate. To where a candidate follows a a chaplain, uh, is assigned to a chaplain to shadow. So I did not get that chaplain candidate time. So therefore, I was never a butter bar.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So butter bar is a second lieutenant, meaning the very first level that you come in as as an officer.
2: But I missed that phase of it. I don't regret it, though. Um, Mm. It would have been good to have that oversight of a chaplain. Mm. But I've also learned by trial and error so i've enjoyed supervising chaplain candidates on this aspect with the the our current unit so october 31st comes and i raise my right hand to support and defend the constitution of the united states as a united states army officer and to respect and obey the orders of both the president of the united states and the governor of the commonwealth of pennsylvania That's where I started uh, with my chaplain route, building uh, relationships with soldiers of all walks of life. Mm
1: -hmm. And on the other side, on your civilian job, had you transitioned to being a teacher
2: yet? No, I did not become a teacher until 2018.
1: Oh, see, I thought you'd been teaching for a while now. See, I didn't
2: know that. Yeah, 2018 is when I got laid off, and then I've been teaching... Subbing then last year first contract teaching sixth grade I love I love teaching students but then as of two weeks ago I'm no longer teaching
1: Yeah tell us a little bit about that
2: I've gone to the football games now when I was teaching there I wasn't I didn't go to any of the football games because I'm so exhausted (laughs) after teaching (laughs) these kids these sixth graders I just want to come home Uh, long hours at the school prepping Mm -hmm. uh, planning. And just making sure I'm ready for whatever these students are going to throw my way. (laughs) But it was early September is when I made the decision. I I think for my own health, uh, I'm exhausted. I came into the school year really excited. But I've been exhausted. And it's not helping my family dynamics out right now. Mm. We need to... I need to just stop teaching. Um, I have another opportunity now that would be better for my family.
1: So... You recruited me too, actually, to join this team, the military funeral honors team. And that is now what you are doing full time, which I think is awesome. Uh, As you've left your teaching career, you have now moved into this military funeral honors team, um, full go. So tell me a little bit about why you wanted to do that and how you're liking it being
0: full time there. Can Mm -hmm. I say something real quick? Absolutely. Props to you, by the way for like knowing your boundaries and what was good for you and your family. Um, I have a twin sister who is an educator. My daughter's an educator. And if you do the job right and you do it well, it's all consuming. And I I know it can be exhausting. And um, I just major again, major props to you for knowing what was best for you and your family and taking that step back. I'm sure it had to be a bit frightening
2: it It is, um I I went to the first game last week, uh, and those kids, those students just attacked me. They oh, they just ran yeah. up to me, and it was such a blessing to see them, even though it was only a week. It was heartbreaking to see them again and to say bye. But the joy on their faces was priceless. Yeah. It's that feeling that you make that impact in the yeah. lives of children. They weren't angels every day. The Bible says, children are a blessing mhm from God. And even when they're being little hellions, little terrors <laughs> in the classroom, God entrusted me a s- small moment of time to teach mm. them. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was at a Christian school too, so which was even much nicer because I had the freedom to talk about God. Mhm. Mm-hmm. The freedom to pray with the students without fear of a parent getting angry at me. So that's Jesus. That's good news. Yeah. Out right yeah. there. Abs- yeah. Mhm. Uh, Moving into military funeral honors has been a tremendous humbling and honoring experience for me. Hearing some of the stories uh, from the families about their departed loved one. Uh, One gentleman, uh, he was the driver for General Patton Mm. in World War II.
1: Wow. amazing.
2: It's like, holy cow, I better do good for this guy. Mm -hmm, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Just last week, actually, we did... A mission for a gentleman. He was a retired colonel. Oh, wow. And he was active with the Civil Air Patrol. And he deployed to Vietnam as a veterinarian for the dogs who served with the soldiers in Vietnam. Oh, my
0: goodness. Wow.
2: And one of the other awesome experiences was to meet one of the enlisted soldiers that was with him as well. This gentleman showed up in his uniform, his pinks and greens of the day. I asked him, how do you know the departed? And would you be willing to present the flag with me to the recipient? And when it was time to present the flag, he came up, put his hand on the flag right next to my hand. We passed it off to his son. That's an honor to be able to do that with someone who actually served with the departed.
0: So you're still serving as a chaplain, but you're also doing, in addition, the funeral honors. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, on the weekends I'm, I'm uh, I drill like Devin drills, but uh, on the days we're not drilling, they give us missions. We give our availability.
1: I've just I haven't performed an actual mission yet. I've just only been doing the trainings, um, and I'm getting my dress blues squared away. But just during the trainings, it's a very humbling and sobering experience. Um, I'm anxious to perform my first mission just with, you know, the family there. And um, I don't know, just has there ever been a moment where it just really hit you or like almost brought you to tears?
2: There are times when, as I'm presenting the flag and when I hear the family, Tearing up during the taps, or if there's rifle fire, um, the rifle volleys. I wish there was a way that every veteran could have rifle volleys, regardless. Mm. But mm. that's not always possible. But when I s- notice a family starting to break down, and they're still breaking down, I have to contain myself because I may mm. start. I start to get feel that emotion because yeah. it is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, even if a family member is up there in years you know they're gonna pass away but it's still hard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there's been a few times I've had to stop take a breath and finish out what I'm saying yeah. so finish those words that right. need to be given as the protocol not just protocol but sincere
0: mm-hmm. heartfelt
2: Message. appreciation yeah to that service member
1: so sir I wanted to tie your kind of spiritual background and the army together um, as we talked about the Jesus in the army tagline for today. Are there any moments that you would like to share where you kind of felt God's intervention or had a godly moment during your time as an army chaplain or just life in general?
2: One of my pet peeves when I hear ministers talking about my ministry, my ministry, my ministry, I, I don't like saying that. I always say this is a ministry that God has entrusted me with mm. and I need to be used by God to be his vessel, to talk to the soldiers, to be mm. able to be there for the soldiers. So the miraculous, uh, times when I really see God showing up is when I'm able to share the gospel one-on-one with the soldier. There are a few instances where i be, where I have been walking through the motor pool, And someone's just having a rough day. Sergeants are getting on their case um, about little things. And they just need someone to talk to. They've never come to my chapel services. Sorry, Mm -hmm. I want to rephrase that. They've never come to the chapel services. I don't like to say it's mine. But they know that I'm the chaplain. They know what I represent. They just need to hear a word of comfort. And they ask, chaplain, can you say a prayer for me? Mm -hmm. Sure. What's going on? So I hope... Give them some encouragement. We have Bible sticks that I'll freely hand out to soldiers. It's just, here's a New Testament. So those, there's been a few of those, which are great to have. Um, soldiers who come to me for counseling. And they know there's something greater. They know that mm. there's something missing in their life. Then they, I hear the next drill weekend that they've started going to church. And the downside to being in the Guard or Reserve is we don't have daily interaction with our soldiers. We only see them once a month. We don't know all the resources that's necessarily available to them in their area. Yeah. Because we have, right now, our unit, we have soldiers that come in from New Mexico, one. Alabama. Alabama, Michigan. Really? Yeah, they come in from all over. My new unit. I'll be going to New York.
0: So wait a minute. So you're not going to be staying? No. Oh my gosh! He's leaving me? Are are you actually moving to the state of New York?
2: No. No. Okay. I I will travel to New York once a month.
0: He got he promoted to major,
1: and so he essentially promoted out of the unit. Okay. Um, as there's only a certain amount of slots of that rank allowed per se.
2: I keep telling Devin, hey. You need. I don't think I have a fifty-six mic or chap religious affairs NCO where I'm going. So,
1: <laughs> and I keep telling them, sir, I love coming home to my wife every night.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I've actually been afforded the opportunity to baptize two soldiers. Very cool. I, about one year apart each. I two soldiers came up to me and said, "Hey, I want to be baptized." So I gave them. Bible study, what the importance of baptism is, and I baptize them, um, which is always a great endeavor. In fact, when I was thinking of that this week, I've actually heard a lot about the parable of the sower, mm. and it just hit me. After we tell them the word, we're just spreading, broadcasting yeah, the gospel message. It's up to God to water that i mean we follow up with them obviously but it's up to each individual to let it take root in their life and the parable of the sower you got the one that it hits stony ground that never takes root you have the next one that it hits thorns it gets choked up by the cares of this world there's another one it's
0: Isn't it snatched up by birds or something snatched like up that by birds
2: yeah yeah and then you got the ones that The gospel message takes root Mm. and that's from matthew 13. it's up to god to water that seed in that person's life and it's up to each individual to want to receive that nourishment that water Mm -hmm. to follow Mm -hmm. through to allow god's truth to take root in their life
1: i love that i think about that a lot sir when we're doing chapel Um, We have some regulars, I guess you could say, on Sundays that come and then there are some that, you know, show up for the first time. And it's just, um, I don't know, it's just, it's humbling and it's fascinating to know that even in our reserve life, you know, the week, the weekend that we come and, and do our, you know, the duty of serving in the Army, just that one little Saturday and Sunday, we could touch somebody's life that we never would have known that or never had the possibility to touch because like we said, they're in Alabama or you know, New Mexico, whatever it is. Did you ever think when you were younger, did you ever think that you were gonna be where you are now?
2: You know what? I, I went to Bible college in Germany for three years. I went to Bible college over there. Oh wow. And my third year over there I met an army chaplain. And I was just twenty, twenty one, maybe now that was long before hmm. i even gave any thought about right. being any type of military chaplain but when he was explaining to me like the process to become an army chaplain I'm like, i don't want to do that <laughs> i'm thinking this stuff's so, like man that's a lot of school i don't want to go to school that long i just want uh-huh. to get my degree and work in a church and but i do remember th- staying at his house for a week during a spring break and just spending time with him kind of initial research without even thinking of it
1: very cool so i wanted to um know dive a little bit deeper and do you have a favorite scripture or go-to that you would like to share i do
2: have a favorite scripture in fact when i was teaching i always told my students my favorite verse and it was also my password to everything on my school computer but they didn't know that (laughs) some some sort of variation of it but i didn't really understand it until later um but the king james says for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made even his eternal power and godhead so that they are without excuse just to see Hmm. that people ask for proof how do you know god exists how do you know you're alive do you see your breath your breath is invisible right Do you see your heartbeat? You feel your heartbeat. But God didn't create us so that we doubt him. He created all that we see. And there is no excuse not to know who God is. That's been my favorite verse for years. Just for that reason, it reminds me, God, when I'm down, when I'm going through a rough time, God shows me, look, you're going through this. You're in a dry season. You're having a rough time. Don't worry about it. I'm still here. I'm still God. I mm-hmm. am still in your life. That's my reminder to myself of God's yeah. truth that you are, you are real. You are who you say you are.
1: I love that. That's uh, good.
2: My go-to verse for soldiers. It, it depends on the scenario, life situation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, just kind of leaning into that. Um, I think this is the coolest thing that I've learned from you. And as a religious affairs NCO, um, my job is just kind of be a well, a to protect the chaplain, be the chaplain's bodyguard essentially, and two um, to kind of be a liaison for the soldier and the chaplain. And um, we were talking a little bit, sir, when I first walked into your to your office, and. Just from my past experience, I had to ask, hey, I'm married to a woman. Does that disqualify me by any means? And the answer that you gave was beautiful. And we don't have to dive into, you know, beliefs or anything like that. But you said, as a chaplain, it is your duty. If we cannot perform the service, we will provide the service to a soldier. And I love that because you're here to minister to all soldiers, no matter their religion. Um, Even if they're not Protestant, you know, if they're Buddhist, Mm -hmm. if you cannot perform the service, you're going to find ways to provide the service. And I think that's just such a beautiful reflection of the mutual respect that we all should have for each other, you know, in the army and outside in our civilian
2: lives. Well, if you remember, I texted you a few days after I said, I just need to have a little heart to heart with you. And I knew yeah. you were kind of scared, like, because you told me you're married <laughs> to a woman, you're married to Katie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I kind of left that as a cliffhanger. I'm think- not thinking clearly, like, you probably felt I was going to judge you.
1: I, I wouldn't say I was, interest- yeah. I was intrigued. I've been judged. It wasn't going to be anything new, but I was intrigued of what, what yeah. was to follow, for sure. So
2: we had that little heart-to-heart to where you can understand where I'm coming from as a chaplain. Mm-hmm. And I gave mm-hmm. you the uh, the situation that I did face uh, within the Pennsylvania Army National Guard where yeah. I had a soldier, great soldier. I love this soldier. Um, I always loved seeing him at drill every month. People talked about one of his NCOs would make fun. He made fun of everyone. Old school Army. So, mm-hmm. But um, he'd make fun of him because he was gay. Mm -hmm. it's like that doesn't bother me i gave i gave all the soldiers hugs Mm -hmm. male female straight gay i didn't care it's they're soldiers we all wear the same uniform so i guess i had a positive impact on that soldier's life enough that when he told me he called me up said sir i have a question for you i understand if you cannot do it but i wanted to ask you first would you do my wedding i asked him okay is This was the very first time I actually asked them. And I ask everyone this anyways. Is it to a male or a female? He said, to another male. I said, I told him, I'm very honored, privileged that you did ask me first. Uh, I love you. You're a great soldier. However, based upon my personal convictions and the convictions of the church that I do attend, I cannot do your ceremony. However, if you do want an army chaplain, I do have resources to provide that service for you. We still stay connected on Facebook. And like I said, great soldier. Those are difficult situations where in my own life that I, I really want to help out soldiers as best I can. I have a brother who's... My brother is in the Coast Guard and he married a guy from the Army, so <laughs> I get to make fun of my brother with my brother-in-law. There you go. Yeah. But I love my brother's partner like my own brother.
1: Yeah, I just think that um that's why I have so much respect for you sir is that you can tell no matter what you love and care for your soldiers and you don't let any sort of religion I guess you can say in quotes come between your love and respect for those around you and I just admire that about you and I appreciate your care for Katie and I and how you kind of took me in and under your wing and I think a lot of people can learn from Mm. you know we may not always agree on certain things but I can learn so much from you. You can learn so much Absolutely. from me and we can have that mutual respect for one another where we can continue to share God's word and mm-hmm. still continue to do what we were supposed to do on this earth. And why Jesus brought us together is to share the good news. Um, so I think that's awesome. So I want to say thank you for everything you've done mm-hmm. for me,
0: sir. For
2: and sure. And that's why I love listening to your podcast each week. It is filled with the word just came to me. It,
0: Awesomeness is a great Awesomeness word. <laughs> is a great
2: word yeah. Very thought-provoking, biblically sound principles. That's the word I'm thinking of. Biblically mm-hmm. sound principles is what I hear on this podcast, just to help your listeners get mm-hmm. through another day, mm-hmm. get through another yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. I never thought of it in that aspect. Uh, for instance, a couple weeks ago, when you did Philippians 4:13. Years, Philippians 4:13. There it is. Yeah, Philippians 4.13. I never thought of it in that aspect before, but it made sense.
0: Mm.
1: It's amazing, and right? Yeah.
2: Just, it's not our physical frame, but that's how we look at it. It's our spiritual strength.
1: I first want to thank you for coming on today, but we can't end the podcast until you give one of your famous um, biblical dad jokes. And I'm really hoping you do the Psalms one okay. because that's my favorite.
2: Okay. <laughs> well let me, let me give, you're going to edit these out, right?
1: (laughs) Yes. We'll make it sound good.
2: (laughs) You need to put a bloopers together sometime.
0: We've talked about that too. Mm -hmm. Oh my God.
2: Yeah. So I went for a run yesterday with my Bible. My Psalms got all sweaty.
1: (laughs) It's too good. It's too good. I love it. How do the angels
2: greet each other in heaven? Halo. Halo. Halo.
1: (laughs) It's so stupid. It's good. (laughs) I love it. Well, sir, thank you again for coming on. And it was an honor to not only meet you, but to do life with you. And even though, you know, we're going to be in different states when we drill, um, I know that you'll forever be um, in my life and we'll have contact, And hopefully we'll be performing some military funeral honors together. I have
2: told... um our coordinator in that state up north that once <laughs> that, uh, Beasley's ready and you have an assignment in Dayton. Dayton. I go to Dayton quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Put us on the same mission.
0: Yeah. I love it. I'll be seeing you soon. I know that. Oh, I'd love to have someone record that so we could all see that. I mean, it, that's inappropriate, I know, but oh, no. I would love to be a, a fly on the wall for yeah. that. Mm-hmm.
2: There are, the one that I did in Mansfield last week uh, was recorded. Oh, Uh, Facebook Live. Oh, really? uh, Mm. From the funeral.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: I'll
2: send you the link.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Please do. All right, sir. It's an honor. And thank you again so much for coming on. Yes,
0: absolutely. So nice to meet you. Um, Nice to meet you
2: finally too.
0: Yeah. So great to put a face with a, a name and I've heard nothing but fantastic things. And so thank you for sharing part of your story with us today.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: What an honor. Yes.
1: So on behalf of Julie and myself, and today, Chaplain Major Hammond, here's to the good news. May we be it. May we seek it. May we spread it. So pull up a seat. There's no reservation needed. Be well, friends.